All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slapped me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. He plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a weirdo. Si, senor. I would like the Pollo Ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Brian Shusko. <laughs> Scott's not here. I like, giving a, I like giving it a second to make it very clear that Scott is not immediately for sure and me. and when you're not here i know you don't listen so i'll tell you we do the same oh really as we pause where your name would be Aww. before we move on any further scott is gone he is with his family and they are uh, doing a little pre back to school vacationing so i hope they're having a blast and we're going to soldier Wait, on he went to williamsburg I wasn't going to bring that out, but sure, he, he's in Williamsburg. Hey, he's, if you're in the, the Williamsburg, Virginia oh area, my gosh, please find him. Look around for him. Call out for Scott. Yes. FPL America. You just like walk around like you're like you're yelling for the news or something. Ma- maybe just walk around and go, who? Or say, like, this isn't a Williamsburg podcast. Yeah, or uh, Klopp sucks. <laughs> Down, the, down with the Scousers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's fun. Historic Williamsburg. It, it, Williamsburg, it is, Virginia it, is a fantastic place. It really is. If uh, if you care about American history at all, it's a fun place to go. And it's it is one Bush of the gardens. it is one of the most nicely groomed, lush green areas. Yeah. I, it is an amazing. I imagine this. The taxes are probably through the roof in Williamsburg. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> in Williamsburg, Virginia. I'm sure. I'm sure they get plenty of money from Bush Gardens, uh, as yeah. it is a fantastic amusement park, along with like Water Country USA or whatever else is there. Anyways, Brian, we are yeah. here. Last week we talked about my lineups and Scott's lineup. Okay, good. Uh, I'm going to rehash a little bit of my lineup because I've already made changes. I've made like two different types of changes. And uh, I made some, a couple more changes today, and I guess that's kind of my thing. And we're going to breeze over your lineup. Okay. And then you have a list of of hot guys. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> oh. Oh, it like- is scorching hot here in the U.S., and I know uh, we, the, the U.K. had a couple of scorching hot days. Uh, Brian, what kind of hot guys are we going to talk about? Don't like the way you put that, but um, it's true. Uh, I want to talk through just well, just some of the pre. We're we're ten days away. I mean, as we sit here right this second, by the time you hear this, it'll be about a week. You know, you'll have a week left. I feel like you know, no matter how many hours of podcast or article you you know whatever research you've done, you're getting to the point where you feel like you're cramming for the test. You know, the the test is tomorrow. My guess is most people have eighty five percent of their 
guys that they're probably pretty locked on. I was going to say, you, if well, you know, depending on how template you're going, you know, based on current selection percentages or whatever, I, well, no matter what it is, there's probably like two or three names minimum on your team that no matter how you've made your team, those names have not changed. Right. So right. that's I feel like most people are at least there. But either way, we're getting to crunch time, and and the tinkering cannot, you know, you can't you can't stop it for at sure. This that point. for sure. So the the point is, there's there's only a couple of friendlies left, or you know most teams only have a friendly left. That's for, it. Pretty much before the end of the before the season gets started. So just wanted to go through like just to say, you know, some of the stuff that's happening. We say it every year. You know, it's hard to you can't count on preseason results. We tried not to overreact to anything that Correct. happens in the preseason. But However, there's some telling things that are going right, on. There are some telling things going on, and there are some players who have done really well. So I just wanted to run through those things first before, or and maybe we can just do it as a lead into kind of the rest of the stuff that we're, you know, that we're talking about with our lineup. So sounds great. Let's talk about it. Then. Let's do it. Ryan, let's quickly hear, since I already mentioned some of my lineup last week, and I've yeah. already made some changes. So people are going to be listening to this and be like, "What are you doing?" You. Well, I, look, I said last week, this is a fluid situation. Going to be making changes here. And, I, and I'll tell you why, uh, in, in some of the things. And, and feel free, because Scott was able to, it's like, hey, why this, why that? Yeah, for sure. Anyway, so, like he, yeah, like he did to me. So, real quick, I made... About the most popular forward in the game, <laughs> oddly enough. Right. But sure, let's talk about it. For sure. All right, so uh, wh- where do you want me to start? I want you to go from front to back. Okay, front to back. Um, currently, Jesus, Martial, okay, and Force for okay. uh, Force for Brent Brentford. Okay, so that is a, that's a that, that's, that's a my change. one throwaway guy. That's a big change. That's my one throwaway guy. Okay, yeah, that's great. so and I don't feel great about it because I'll talk you into a different throwaway well, guy in a minute. Okay, I like that. I don't want to lose a tenth on someone, and his ownership was one point nine. And I think there's another guy that's like ownership of like 1.2. If you can come up with someone who's less, I'm interested. Okay. He's 4-5? Yes, he's 4-5. Okay, yeah, I'll talk you into it. So my concern is I don't have Mitrovic. Okay. Mitrovic. That's your concern? Brian, 43 goals in the championship last year. I know that there's a championship to premier ratio uh, that, that this pod does believe in. I hate to give Scott credit, but he's typically right about that. But I will say this, Mitrovic, and I said this a couple pods ago, 27, coming into his prime-ish uh, as a striker, has been in the league multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, his last game against Fulham, whoever they played in a friendly, he scored twice, and then he also scored once against Benefica. And they have one more friendly before their opening week, and it just seems like Mitrovic is scoring. And and I I, yeah. I just feel like at a 6-5, now, the only other thing is I changed Mitrovic to Martial, and so yeah, Martial's been scoring, and I don't think Ronaldo's coming back. Now, Eric Ten Hag and Ronaldo, this is on a Monday night here in the U.S. It is very – I think they're, two, they're meeting Tuesday. Yeah, the most recent report is that Cristiano Ronaldo is flying back in to discuss his future with the club, and I think the last thing I saw from Sports Illustrated was one of the sources that was reporting it. It was just that – that the, there seems to be some speculation that he will be returning, but everything about the future there is cloudy. 
Okay. So this is like, so it's completely if, up in the air, but it seems like right now the way they're leaning is that he will stay. If Ronaldo stays. Which, if he stays, I just want to say, it just, that seems like you're ruining all of this good mojo you Wow, got. for sure. This summer mojo is at the at the peak. For you United got, hasn't had this much mojo in a while. You've got smiling, happy Anthony Martial. I know. And if Ronaldo stays, it's not smiling, all happy right, we'll Martial. We'll talk more about Martial. Therefore, I will go yeah. directly back to Mitrovic at 6'5". Okay. okay so I, I wanted to bring that up. Great. All right. Uh, mid, you want midfield next? Yes. All right. For week one, and look, I am still on the – and I am on the belief that Luis Diaz, owning him – in the Liverpool midfield at 8-0, five pound dollars less than Salah, mm-hmm. and then spreading that those extra dollars out throughout the rest of your midfield, I think you're going to be better off. But for week one, Brian, Liverpool is playing Fulham, mm-hmm. and I just think that Salah, as minimum, is going to have a goal and an assist. His last multiple years against newly promoted clubs, the first game of the season, and he's thrashed them. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like I can't avoid not owning him for the first week. So I changed up my entire midfield. So I have Salah, Son, James Madison, and Marcus Rashford. Okay. As my, and then Andre, Andreas. Andreas Pereira. Pereira. Yep. And yep. We talked about him. Yep. yep. So And he's the cheapest midfielder, 4-5. But Madison, Salah, Rashford, and Son, I feel like that's still a decent midfield. Yeah, that's an outstanding. I am still concerned about Rashford if Ronaldo comes back. Otherwise, Rashford has 6'5". In the midfield is an unbelievable own, in my opinion. Yep. Going to defense, Matty Cash, Virgil van Dijk, Cancelo, Ryan Sessegnon, mm-hmm. okay. and Nico Williams. Okay. So I uh, – and again, my bank is at zero. So I've spread money, money, money out in a lot of different ways. Um, and then my goalkeepers at the moment are Gazaniga, and I hate that I to admit this, but my brother Matt kind of convinced me that I should probably go with Allison hmm. as a yeah, goalkeeper I, I, and or Ederson, but he's going with Allison, and and he thinks that, that Liverpool's defense is going to be a lot tighter this year. I think he might be right, and so I'm going to go with Allison. Yeah, um, and five five will be the cheapest he'll be, period. Right. And his well, his his ownership percentage is nineteen point two. So I mean, it's that's that's pretty high. So anyway, so that's kind of where I'm at the moment. I I mean, it's sort of template, but I, Salah and Son are absolute template along with Cancelo. I don't think after those three and Jesus, I'm sure he's in the template as well. Yeah, Jesus for sure. Um, I think Jesus 60, is the most. I, know, I was going to say he's the most. Uh, I think he's the most selected player in the game. Holy, yeah. By the way, I owned him. Way back when, anyway. So, so Brian, uh, real quickly, let's briefly talk about, you know, anything that you're like. Oh, that's pretty interesting. I, I made the change today with Sessegnon and Allison. Okay. Um, I moved out Zinchenko and Ramsdale, so I took point five away from my defender. Mm-hmm. I, I do feel like so. I love. I think Arsenal's defense is going to be very good. I also think that Spurs' defense is going to be very good. Conte, once Conte kind of came in and got his defense settled, going with a a three four three lineup, and it seems like that's what they've been doing in preseason here yeah. with Sessegnon playing as a wing back. Yeah. So if he's going to have the ability to to get down the sidelines as well, 
at a four five. I, I wanted to weigh into the Spurs defense. Yeah. And so that seems like I've been checking the preseason matches. I talked to you earlier as the, our local Spurs guy. Uh-huh. And I said, What's what's Sesson? Tell me about Sessignon. I've been looking at the preseason matches. He's been starting at wing back for them. Yeah, because he played himself in front of Sergio Regalon. I mean, he's done that. He did that last season. And it's amazing. The the left side is so easy for Spurs. The right side is a, a nightmare. That's it's normally that's the other way around, too. Something something that we can kind of get to in a minute, too. But just that, yeah, Sessignon, I mean, he he quickly made himself the preferred Conte choice, the, the, the Conte choice. Right, you know, last season. So yeah, I don't see he, and he. It's it's hungry guy that's there to prove himself, not just for new manager, but just in general, like mm. a guy who finally broke through his injury issues last season, who finally got into, you know, the team. He, you know, the, he was there. He's been there for years now, and he finally got a chance, and he took he took it, and he did amazing. So, yeah, I just think, yeah, I think he's uh, – anybody that you can get from, from that defense, if you're not going to have Perisic, because that is the that is the I'm template not, guy. Yeah, but I, 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 I'm not buying that. So yeah. that's just me. I mean, it, if, if you want to spend a little bit more money, I just don't know if it's necessary. You can go with Eric Dyer um, or I think Ben Davies. Is he a 5-0 or is he a 4-5? He's probably – I guess he's, he's a 5-0 if only there was a way. He's a five. He's a five. I was right. So anyway, so th- that's kind of but at, at a four five. Uh, the other thing is this, and and, and yeah, that well, you, I was gonna say just Sessegnon on at four five, knowing that he's he's played himself into a starting position there, and the the rampaging nature of his game toward the end of last season. I mean, he was he was so standout. He was a top in the last few weeks of the season, the last like two or three matches of the season. He was one of the top like 15 overall scoring players in FPL. He he cracked I mean he scored the same number of points as uh you know at the end of the season he was he outscored Rodri if that gives you any any indication Should, over okay. the last 3 matches of the season. So that, like you remember was this when Rodri was scoring like every game? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sessegnon scored 25 points in the last 3 games of the season. He he averaged, you know, and he was finally in the starting lineup. You know, it, it was the it wasn't until the end of last season that he finally broke through and finally got into that spot. We talked about it on the, you know, when he was finally like getting when he was finally getting his footing, and he didn't lose the spot. And at the end, Spurs defensively, you know, everybody was good for Spurs defensively. Like you, you know, it was Davinson Sanchez was one of the top scoring defenders right, sure. at the end of the season right. last season. So. Real quick, uh, am I crazy? So I'm not crazy. No, and I would say I've seen it, and it was definitely uh, it was one of the point six percent owned. That's one thing I really love. It I I saw it from other FPL another FPL account. You know, somebody else had had talked about the the quality of the four point five, not five, like the four point five defenders. At some point, is probably going to make it difficult to overspend on a lot of your backline. Interesting. So you already have five O options where you're like, "Holy cow!" If Zinchenko, Zinchenko's if at a, Zin, 
If Zinchenko play, if by he, the way, if he plays, he had one training session and he started against Chelsea on the weekend. He is absolutely nailed down yeah, a that starter. Guy's not, that guy's not going anywhere. No, out of that. he's he will, and and he. I told uh, my brother this as well because he hadn't seen any of the game. He was hitting passes um, from from back left to front right to Saka. He was hitting those passes like like TAA and Robertson hit those. Cancelo hits those. Not many guys hit those, right? Like yeah. the entire cross field pass that lands on the guy's chest. Yeah. He was doing well, men that. Men and Blazers said it about him and Jesus. Like that the 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 Manchester City burden is lifted from them. It is, guys. and they are playing. Brian, if I, they're unshackled and they're given freedom to yeah. be the uh, as good of a player as yeah. they as they are, yeah. he's a Ukrainian national. He plays center mid. He plays center mid for the Ukrainian national team, who who almost qualified for the World Cup and has has been doing very well in European play. Jesus is a Brazilian national team starter. Like you're <laughs> not. This is not nobody's. And you, we talk about the guys like because of the way they were. You know, they had to fit a particular role for Manchester City. You know, it just it just is different if they're given if the reins are you know if the reins are are. Yeah, if they're well, I was gonna say the reins are off. I'm not sure if that's even the the proper way to talk about it. But either way, the point is, if they're given freedom, I'm just saying like those, and that's not to mention like you know the the you know city apparently have put in a bid for Cucurella at at Brighton, and that's another five O guy. And I'm not, he's still in my team, but I'm just saying like there are five O options, and then there's four or five options. So there are there are players who you like. On the other side of the of Spurs defense, on the on the left side, I mean on the right side where they signed uh, Jed Spence from what's he going to Nottingham Forest? He's four or five. I know, but is he going to play? So I think the the feeling is as long as Doherty's healthy. If Doherty's healthy, he has not played much in the preseason. If he's if he's ready, he was he was he didn't do anything to lose his spot other than get injured. Emerson Royal played most recently. Emerson has he, been playing, but he didn't play the entire time. And like this is this is football London information that's available currently. Just talking about the situation where you have Royal Emerson Royal, who's not like the he's not the preferred choice. Obviously, you sign a guy who is like an absolute who's pure speed and attack, a guy that's just so instinctive in Spence. You have Doherty, who is is aging. He's not he like so is Perisic, but it doesn't matter. Like he's not he's not right. young. He's not fighting the same way. But you have like, and then you have Conte, who has said he could convert Lucas Mora to play in the back on the right side, and you have Kulishevsky, so who that? can play on the right side. So and Lucas Mora started one of the preseason matches in the wing back spot and, and on Conte, the right side. Conte has said it's this is this is like this is you know as of the other day you know from uh, the Spurs reporter for football.london has said just talked about how much Conte has insisted that that Mora is so important to what the team is doing this year. Mora is going to get on the pitch somehow. Kulishevsky can play there. Perisic it plays both footed. He can play on the right. 
He's probably going to play more on the left side, but he can play there. So he play, they have so many options. Is he going to play in a center back position, or is he going to play in a wing back? Position? I think he's going to play. He's going to be attacking. I think that's why everybody's so pumped about Perisic. So is he, was he playing in Cessignon's spot? I don't know. I don't think he's going to play in Cessignon's spot. That's the thing. They still need the wing backs. I don't think it doesn't seem like they're going to play so him it's, it's, in it's that. It's Dyer, Sanchez, and and Christian Romero and, and Romero as your three backs. Yeah, I think so. Plus Ben Davis, Ben and uh, ben, Davis. ben Davis can Ben Davis can do that. I mean, they can play him. There he just too. they just resigned him yes. too, so they invested in him. All right, well, no, right th- on. This is all. De- I mean, it's all depth talk. Point being, there are so many options, even on the low end of of the of the price scale here, that I, I feel like. That is the thing about the pricing this year. I don't. I mean, I, everyone knows it. It's. It's. I feel like it's. I don't know if anybody's upset about the pricing this year. I haven't seen anybody saying that. But just the sheer number of players that you look at and you're like, "Ooh, great price. Would love to have him." You do that twelve times at every every spot yeah. you have. No, that's true. All right, so. Uh, Brian, any other issues with with my lineup again? Cessnyan, Kinsella, Nico Williams, Van Dyke. I just I, I, I wanted... am shocked that you went back to Salah. That you put a Salah draft together. Uh, as I shocked know. as as I am that I put a Salah draft. Okay. Together. Well, uh, it's only because I'm terrified to not have him at minimum for week one. I can easily. I am not scared. Uh, League Billy, thank you for the giving me the confidence here to make to take an, a hit. One or two hits in week two. Mm-hmm. I mean, and let's be honest, in years past, by the time week three or four comes, match week three or four, you're ready to wild card anyways. Yeah. So my fear is Sala dropping a hat trick, everyone captaining him week one against Fulham, and I don't have him. And therefore, I am committed to going with Sala for the block, and then I am, after that, maybe I make a big change. So, but for week one... So, anyways, I want my overall consensus. Like, my midfield was stronger. Yeah. But without Salah. But, you know who's been playing amazing? James Madison. You know who's been playing really well? True. Marcus Rashford. And I got, I was able to squeeze those guys into my midfield. I don't feel as bad. Yeah. yeah. And Mr. Jared Bowen is playing at, at City Week 1. I don't love that. Yeah. Although he did score against them before, so. so the only other, I mean, the only other issue is is most expensive striker. So the mo- only other issue is Holland or Kane. No Holland, no Kane, and then you know the 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 difficulty that there is of of getting to either of them from that, and that that's a, I, I mean, I see it. Anyone is two moves away, so that's a Sala to someone cheaper and. Any almost anyone else that you have up, it, it is. But, you, I, I but just, that is a but that's a move you would have to do, basically like Mitrovic up. Like that's a fine five dollars. Salah down to an eight zero, and Mitrovic up as fast as you possibly can with that extra five dollars to get Kane or Holland. If week one you don't have either of them, and either guy goes crazy, which they both can. Yeah, it it just. It just is if weird. If you're not worried about Holland or Kane. I'm not. Okay. Well, th- this is what I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about the fact that they, overall, if you were, 
if you rank Kane last year, Kane was the highest scoring striker last year at 192 points. Mm-hmm. If you ranked him against midfielders, he would be uh, barely above uh, James Madison, and he would be beneath Kevin DeBrune. Okay. Okay. So, and then if you ranked him in defenders, he would be barely above Robertson by six points, and underneath Cancelo and Alexander, and their 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 costs are so much cheaper. Right. So my my thoughts are this: like I just even if Kane and Holland both go off, I think you're better off spending money on higher end assets in other areas, and especially because I think that. You can get away with Jesus, Martial, and Mitrovic, and they're gonna they're gonna score you enough points in the striker position that you know that you're not that they're gonna be able to hold on kind of in that area. But then when you relocate that money into the defense and midfield and or even goalkeeper, then it's uh, then you're gonna be in just fine shape. That's my opinion. Do you want me to go through a rundown quick of some hot hot dudes? Because that's or. Or do you want me to talk about my lineup? No, quick? I want your lineup first, and then we'll go to hot dudes. Well, so what I did was, so the changes that I've made so far are, uh, so Jesus is still my, uh, he's been nailed in there just because I don't know how you're going to escape him. If you start the season without him, I'm not sure how you're going to do it. 63%. It's a, it's a wild amount of people that have put him in their team of all the current people. So I've switched Holland actually out for Kane. For, for this, the way my team sits right this minute. And I did move, uh, I had Luis Diaz in there, and I switched him out. This was in my, my Sala draft. Um, I kept Mares, and I, uh, currently I moved, I had to move down a couple, uh, I had to move Sun out, which is painful no matter what you do. Uh, Gabriel uh, Martinelli is in. For me. Okay. By the way, he's been a terror, and he's absolutely starting. With Andreas uh, Pereira as my throwaway midfielder. Okay. He does seem to be the throwaway midfielder darling. I have my defense is still uh, Tomiyasu, uh, Cucurella. Reese is still in there. I got Trent and Nico Williams. Right. Uh, everybody's 4-0 darling. Can, and the can, only midfielder. Hold on, I, hold on. Real quick. Can I, can I address one thing? Yeah. Tomiyasu, get him out of your lineup. Okay. He's not starting this season. Okay, he has so, not been in training for Arsenal yet, and he's close. It might actually be tomorrow, but there's no way that ten days out he's going to start training and be there. There's no. Yeah, way. he was a guy, that, and that's a that's they to will me, they feel completely comfortable having Ben White play there. And by the way, this is not an Arsenal podcast. William Saliba and Gabrielle will be the starting center backs for Arsenal. Okay, Ben White's going to have to make his way either at center back in the cup matches or if one of those guys gets injured and or at right back. So, yeah, so that was, yeah, so it's basically the same otherwise. I have a 4-5, you know, my 4-5 goalkeeper is currently Raya. So Which I'm, I like, and I did have him for a spell. Right, and Forster, I have a throwaway 4-0 uh, goalkeeper. So you, you I like have, him better than Gazaniga? Well, just I, yeah, my four my four goalkeeper was just it was just somebody. Just I just a, figured just, just a body. Yeah, Fraser Forster was I I assumed would For be Spurs. one of the ones backing. Yeah, that he right? would be backing. He's in Lurch. Spurs right yep. now, right? I have nine dollars remaining of my well, in real, my in my mid for quick, a midfielder, which could quick. that could be anybody using your backup keeper as a spur mm-hmm. that kind of handicaps you in other places. Meaning you you can't get to three spurs in other places, 
If you wanted to go True. with Harry Kane's no, son a, and you wanted to point. add a defender, you 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 got Gaz, uh, you got me, the, Forrester locking up a spot, look, a Spurs spot. Spurs Spurs play at Chelsea in game week two. And Chelsea's you been got, garbage. You got Spurs are going to own that. Southampton, Chelsea, Wolves, Nottingham Forest, West Ham, Fulham in the first six weeks. Yeah, that's a really good schedule. Three, you know, there's three of the, you know, uh, you got, it's split, you know, three home, three away in the first six matches. But you start at home to Southampton. That's your, that's the first game of Spurs season after the, the, the. They've been, I feel like they've they, been demolishing people in preseason, too. Yeah, they're demolishing people in preseason because Kane and Son have started this, like, unbelievable link-up again. And this is this is the reason why. I, I get it. Kane didn't score, you know, commensurate with the rest of the, the league, you know, overall. He didn't start until December. So the second half of the season, only... The only person who got close to Kane and Son was De Bruyne. Interesting. So, so from the from from the second, I half, hate it, but you make a very good point. The second and half of the season, uh, Kane scored 141 points. Good Lord. Son scored 156. And that's from game week 21 until the end of the season. So nobody got close to that. De Bruyne was third, and he had 131. But DeBrun's another guy. He's another guy that I'm looking at, and I'm like, is everyone crazy to not have him as one His of their premium is choices? So high. He is so high, but but he's never done it before. That's my thing. He's never warranted that type of of high price. Well, so that's why I'm saying, Except, unless you want to use those numbers that you just gave out in the second half of last season, saying last season too, you know, there's something that Pep talked about was that DeBrun's first half was. Injury recovery. It was largely like playing back into normal shape. He got he was hurt, so by the second half of the season, he turned like he turned into just he was so he just felt so inevitable every game that it was something that De Bruyne was gonna do. Right. Well, Either I, way, on, my, so the so the point is my the way the way that I have my team currently set up, I yeah so I'm I will take Tomiyasu out, but for like for example. Son and Tomiyasu, you know what? Like the spot that I had that used to be Hyungmin's son, is now is now nine dollars. No, it's nine dollars. Okay, so that's that's Jared Bowen, that's Madison, that's Mount, that's any that is anyone in that mid tier midfielder, and in that case, Tomiyasu becomes Zinchenko or Trippier, or I think I could do it if I. I, I could make it Parasich and an eight I could make it Parasich and an eight oh midfielder. So that's so that's where I'm at. I could go as high as a five five defender and an eight oh midfielder. Or, you know, obviously you can do the math the rest of the way down. You know, it's just it's just nine nine million plus four point five million. All right, so just to rehash, your front line is who? Jesus, Kane, and then my four five, my selected Four or five throwaway forward is uh, hot boy uh, Aston Bil- Aston Villa uh, third string Keenan Davis Cameron Archer Cameron Archer that's yes. who I need to go with yes okay. uh, and the reason why I say that is because uh, he he is the guy he scored the game uh, he scored the tying goal against Manchester United this past Saturday okay uh, FPL villain. Who is, uh, as you might guess, a three point five ownership for Cameron? He's Archer. a Villa supporter and also a good source for Villa-related info. 
Okay. Uh, bold claim this season is that Archer is the best cheap FPL forward option, and it's not close. Okay, I love it. The I'm, expectation I'm for him is that Archer is so good that he might not compete. He's they have Ings and Watkins, so but he's so good they had to get him in he, there somewhere. Yes, that they can't. And so the question is for a kind of like if you're gonna have a guy who's gonna get in there, you know you're gonna get one. And you might get a six. <laughs> right. You might get a five. Right. You know what sure. I mean? For sure. So either way, it's a guy who is young talent who is. Steven Gerrard likes and wants to play. Yeah. And Gerrard, so it's a it's the kind of guy that Gerrard wants to keep in the team. So Jesus, a guy that does Kane, not want to get loaned. Jesus, Kane, Archer. All right. Jesus, Mi- Kane, midfield, Archer. Midfield, rehash. Salah, Mares, uh, Martinelli, Andreas Pereira, and $9. So an eight dollar, a nine dollar, up to a nine dollar midfielder. So wow, I have okay. not settled on that on okay. that last right, on that enough. last spot. All right, and then defense. Uh, not Tomiyasu, so four point five right. uh, defender, Cucurella, pending the but you don't pending like the transfer. Young. I do like Cess. Okay, okay. Uh, Reese, Trent, and Nico Williams. Does Chelsea's does Chelsea's crapping the bed against your team scare, scare me? you at all? Yeah, it does. And also the question about whether or not Reese is going to play, because that was the question last year: was Reese going to play as a right wing back, or is he going to play on the right side of a back three? Because if he plays on the right side of a back three, you don't want it. His value is completely diminished, and you'd rather find right. you'd rather find a way to to make a dollar and make him Andrew Ro- Andy Robertson or right Kinsella. Right. Of course, you want to sure. do that. Okay. So yeah. So Reese, I love him. I know. More than anyone. If anyone but owns a Reese James, I love Reese James t-shirt. It me. is you. So Reese, yes. Yeah, so of course, what Tuchel decides to do, and of course his comments after you guys pounded oh them, he was scathing. Wow. So wow. The, so I don't know what, I mean, obviously that same Chelsea is not going to be out there. The Chelsea, the signings, I think everyone for Chelsea is probably pretty excited about all of them. The signings. Well, to bring in Sterling. Who else are they bringing in? Koulibaly. I mean, they. Well, bring... No, he played. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like Sterling and Koulibaly played, but like Ben White shut Sterling down. But the whole Chelsea mojo is just not good. And I guess that's my thing is I like guys at least minimum week one or two with good mojo. And I just, there's, I, I don't know what. I know Chelsea keeps trying to sign and just in wreck and hijack other people's signings. Yeah. And just be total <laughs> throughout the whole signing period, and you know what? That that's such a Chelsea thing to do. I hate that club so much, um, but it so it doesn't surprise me that they're doing that. Even with new ownership, the Chelsea <laughs> continues to just run and run and run blue through the organization. Mm-hmm. All that being said, I just don't love their mojo. I mean, I had Chilwell, and I changed Chilwell, and I spent the Chilwell. Cash in other places and and made and made some moves because yeah. I'm like I don't want I don't want any Chelsea player at the moment. Now that might change come week three, but at the moment <laughs> and at the way Chelsea finished at the end of last year and going into this year, they've had all summer. And you know what hasn't improved their mm. mojo. Yeah, and I want nothing to do with them. No, I understand that. I just think I, I if they're gonna if if there's a team that's gonna figure it out at Everton game week one, you'd hope that it, it's Chelsea Football Club. 
That's fair. So no, I, I yeah, there's still there are still days left to see this. I, I just think either way, I, I to me he's the. I can't think of too many other eye test guys who blow you away no whenever doubt. they play. No doubt. Jam. That that's inarguable. Yeah. Uh, your goalkeepers. Raya and Raya and and Foro throw for, away. Forrester. I don't Raya and the, the more I've kind of the more I've looked at it, the more I I don't love having a throwaway number two goalkeeper. Really? Yeah. Two playable goalkeepers. What if you commit I, I, like I have to like Allison at this point? I do like I like the idea of if you're going to do it as a handcuff situation. So if I was going to okay, do it, I would enough. go. I do like like Loris and man, Forster, that, but then you're but, but then, then you're locking up two spurs. Yeah, you're locking up two and like, spots. And then if so you I don't go wanna, with enough, so you you don't want to do that with good teams. You'd never go Allison and and uh, Kelleher. You'd never do that. No. No. So the, why would you ever take two spots from your good team? So if you were going to do that with like. Brentford goal like Melier. If you're going to do that with Leeds, you know what I mean. If you're going to do that with two, if you're going to throw away two spots on your team for their starting goalkeeper and the backup for, you know, for you could two. get away with that with Arsenal, but then again, you're like you're still like like you're still taking up two spots. Sanchez, and you could do Sanchez. Leno's gone. Like, yeah, right. No, Len, know, where, who where is he going? Turner. Was he going to Brent? Uh, uh, Leno is, was it Brentford? I think it's today. No, it's Fulham. Oh, Fulham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were talking about, yeah. So they were talking about. That's, I think him. it's a done deal. I think it's a done deal. It's all but official, as they say. Yeah. They, they've they been talking about it for like the last week and a half. Leno was not on tour, I don't think, with Arsenal in the U.S. And so that everyone kind of knew that that was happening. It's just a matter of time. Arsenal wanted 10, and I think they're going to get eight for him. So they're going to they're gonna move him on, but and he's going to stay in London. But Leno's going to be the starting goalkeeper for – I would guess for Fulham. I mean, you don't go sign it. That's probably a large signing yep. for them. So, yeah, the, Turner, Turner for Arsenal is a four zero. But even then, now you're taking up two Arsenal players. Right, that's what I'm saying. You don't. I just. I just don't think there. There isn't a top team. You're not taking up. You wouldn't want to take up two spots with Mendy and Kappa. You're not doing no, that. No. So why would you? Why would you wait? You know, you're never going to do that with a good team. So the yeah. So I the, handcuff, I the handcuff idea only works if you're doing it with two uh, uh, with garbage. With a I garbage got Gazaniga, but his ownership at the moment is twelve point four. But maybe that drops once Leno comes in for sure. And then people, uh, then I don't have to worry about dropping a tenth on him to start the season. Ryan, let's discuss some hot guys. So yeah, is there you play some kind of oh, some kind of I'll awesome? Find, I'll find something for this. It's raining men, or uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, there's probably something else too. I don't know anything else. So Dave, I would say that you should just do. We could do this positionally. So I want to start. The reason why I want right. to start. I said front to back with your team because I want to go front to back here. All right. Always cheating. Those awesome guys over there. The, they are do the great fan, uh, podcast. They're calling this the season of the forward. I'm sure plenty of other people are saying that too. I don't know if I believe that, but that's so, fine. So there, I think the reason why it starts with your guy. So Jesus already has has so forced himself on everyone. Not like Ronaldo, forced himself on everybody's team. Wow, what a dig there. But I'm just saying he's he's forced his way into everyone's thinking because For he sure. just he looks free. Yeah. So he scored oh, what? His shackles three, are off. 
By three, the way, three goals so far. Did you hear what his mom said? No. In the conversation to him, his mother said to him because he I, I was not he there. recorded this. No, you weren't. He recorded this in an interview. His mom called him up and he said, I see you're playing fun again. Yeah. And he said, yeah, I feel different. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and, and it's like you said, shackles are off. But even mom watching in Brazil on the TV screen can look at her boy and be like, hey, that kid's playing different. Can I? And, did, and I've been telling Scott this. Did Scott change his mind on? No, on? no, not yet. He, I mean, it was, there was some small movement, but it was not a mea culpa on that, which is fine. Like, I was going to say. We all got to draw hard lines. You can, that's you just can, not the one you I'm You can drawing. do it without, for sure. I'm just, I'm just thinking he's already scored three goals so far. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's three, but you know, one of those was in like a minute. You know, he comes on minutes, you know, scores within a minute of coming on. He also forced an own goal too. There's another own goal. Like he literally should have another goal. So either way, you got Jesus forcing his way in. Holland, of course, you know, he 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 scores 15 minutes into his debut you know, right. against that's Bayern. Right. So so the second he steps onto the the pitch, he scores. He should have had two other goals as well. Harry Kane, Dave, has five goals in his three preseason. <laughs> I, so I know. He's got five goals. I know. And he's at, like this uh, absolute man on fire. We're not even – I don't even think this podcast with a Liverpool fan would consider Darwin Nunez as a viable option. No, as I know he scored four. He scored right, a quarter pounder. He got four against – he got Leipzig. Yeah. So you got, you got a guy – he's 15% selected right now. Darwin Nunez, 15% selected. That's wicked high. That's what I said. What's his price? He's nine. He's nine? Nine. Why are you doing that? Seems high. I feel like you can go elsewhere. Wow. Doesn't okay. I don't understand that. I feel like that's bound to come down. I already said, look, I already I made the case for Cameron Archer. He's hot in the way that you score a goal and you're four or five and you're on a team where you get some praise. Where I feel like that you become a viable you become a viable option in the, okay. the lowest the lowest end of the sense okay. of that. So we talked about him. Again, look, I would just say compared to like Archer compared to Sam Greenwood, Leeds Greenwood is 4-5, and he's 26% selected. So what are you doing? Everybody's going to put Greenwood in there because of Leeds or whatever. Don't. Why, why waste it? Why are you going to put it on a guy like that? I agree. 26% of everybody that's made a team so far has him in there. Placeholder, we all know. Whatever. I was going to say... You already talked about it. Don't look now. Anthony Martial has scored in three of Manchester United's four friendly so far. I know, and I currently own him. His ownership is a 6.7. If Ronaldo comes back, I'm selling him, Brian. I'm so right that's, back to, I'm going right back to Mitrovic if, or that if Ronaldo is, comes back. I mean, that is the problem. So that cloud, until that cloud is, is moved on or is settled over Old Trafford, you you know, whatever. If... if that if he wants to CR seven wants to go off to drier yellower pastures or whatever, he probably should. I mean, it feels that way, but whatever. He's still Cristiano Ronaldo. United play Brighton, Brentford, and Southampton in three of their first four games. Of course, you want that. If it's fun, if it's fun, Manchester, you have if- fun attacking Sancho, Martial, Rashford, Bruno, Ra- uh, Manchester United. You want that. 
I will consider selling Rashford if Ronaldo comes back. I'm not even I – mean, that's Like, I would easily go – I was just looking at this, and, I, and I'm not sure I'd realize this. We definitely have not mentioned it yet on this podcast. Martin Odegaard, who's been in the middle of everything attacking for Arsenal, is at a 6-5. I would easily go – if Ronaldo comes back, I will easily go to Odegaard over Rashford. Over Rashford if Ronaldo comes back, and I will sell Martial and bring in Mitrovic. We haven't even – that's the reason why. So season of the forward, you've already given – and so I'm not putting Martial in the conversation with those top, top guys. Right. Well, we haven't but, even talked about – I was going to say, we haven't even talked about Vardy, Havertz, uh, Antonio, Ings Watkins, Callum Wilson. Like, you haven't talked about any of these people. And or is Broja getting sold to West Ham? Hammer guy. I think they just signed a, they just signed a guy. They just did they signed... back off Broja or did Chelsea just say we're not selling him? I don't know. Is I it Broja seen, or Broja? I, I haven't seen any. Didn't we do a how to say? I don't know if we did. Hmm. I don't know if we did Broja. Broja, Broja, Broja. I don't think we. I don't think we talked about it. I don't know any. I don't have my hammer uh, rumors in front of me what right this f- moment. What are you doing? Sorry. The point oh, is so annoying. I don't think you're not. You don't want him unless you're. If I he, have seen if he's there. He's if they sign him, he's uh, starting. I have seen a convincing uh, argument for uh, Undav, uh, Denise Undav from Brighton. Really? He's a five-five striker that was signed. That Brighton they signed. They sold Malpe, didn't they? No, they, they did got not. Mopay. I thought they were going to sell Malpe. They got Malpe and they got uh, Trossard. Well, no, they still have Welbeck. But I think the feeling is... They're not going to actually start Danny Welbeck, are they? They will, until he gets hurt, oh to, to, to fill in the Scott role yeah, for fair a enough, fair, Yeah, you're right about that. So, But All he's right. a 5-5 five, five starter. Bro, yeah, of course, if he gets in, you know, if he gets sold, he's not starting for Chelsea, but if he gets sold to somebody else who utilizes right. him, of course. Okay. But even if he had stayed... But he, if he would stayed in Southampton, you wouldn't you're not picking him anyway. I feel like he tailed off so much at the end of last season. He went from being like so nailed into people's teams to like such a like throwaway as yeah. fast yeah. as possible. That's fair. Um, the point being, you have a minimum of four guys who have absolutely blown up in the last two weeks in terms of goal scoring, preseason goal scoring form on teams where you say that is repeatable. Do you know what I mean? It's not the issue is not like they have great preseason form and we love preseason form. It's Kane, Holland, Jesus, Nunez. It's Spurs, City, Arsenal, Liverpool. Yeah. That's the that, that's the point. Yeah. That's four guys and those guys are all premium price without even getting to someone like Jamie Vardy who is so trustworthy, who is going to be coming into this season fresh, who's going to not have European football to worry about. It's the back to Vardy parties again. So that's another that's another guy. Like he's gonna get so overlooked. He's nine five. He's gonna get over you know it already. How what's his percentage? Four point seven. That's nothing. Jamie Vardy's four point seven? Coming in with no concerns other than I'm gonna score goals again. Ollie Watkins is a three nine. 
That's what I'm saying. There are so many options now. James Tony's a five. Ivan James Tony. He's a boxer. James Tony is a boxer. James Tony the he boxer. used to be a boxer. Yeah. He's an older boxer. Ivan Tony plays for Brentford. You, I, you're not starting with Tony. I don't think they they start with Lester. You, but you, they lost Christian Eriksen. I don't think I, you don't you don't want to no, start. Don't you, don't want Brentford, you don't want. I don't want anything with Brentford. Less, uh, right, uh, yeah. midfielders. Leon Bailey, Aston Villa. Leon Bailey. Who? Leon Bailey. Okay. Signing last year. When he came on, he looked bright. First thing he did was blow a hammy. So you only got to see him in in flashes, and he didn't. He didn't factor in for much of Aston Villa's end of, or you know, like most of his season last season. Into the preseason, similar to Jesus, looks to be the guy of Aston Villa's preseason. Leon Bailey, five zero scored versus Manchester United the other day. Steven Gerrard has been singing Leon Bailey's praises all preseason. Wow, has gone so far as to say, basically, he's making me force. He's forcing me to put him in my starting eleven. Like wow. the way he's playing isn't just—he's a man possessed. He's yes, he's playing the way that like he's taking over games. He's creating everything. He's wreaking havoc. Leon Bailey is your guy for Aston Villa to start the season. Wow, he's a five-zero, right? Yeah, Pedro Neto keeps scoring in preseason. The Neto hype train is. Is, Full is, steam ahead. A lot of people love Neto. Yeah. Especially because he got I, – I don't think he was a midfielder last year, but he is this year. They love Neto He's because – five five. They love Neto because Leeds and Fulham in game weeks one and two for, mm. for Wolves. I don't think you love the defenders, but if you're going to – we already t- – I think we talk about this. If you love the defenders, you're going to love Johnny. You're not right. doing – you're, do- right. I mean, you're not doing anything with anybody else. Connor Cody, by hook or by crook, ended up in like a top five – top ten like – Defense defender last year, it's crazy. Yeah, and where is he in percentage selected? For some reason, I think five percent, five zero. That's too hard much. Five zero. Why? I would rather easily have Kilman and or Johnny. Uh, more people have. More people have. Eight um, Nori either as well. By the way, again, I don't know who. I'd have to pay a little bit more attention to who's starting for them. Eight Nori, Johnny, or Kilman, I would rather own over Connor Cody. More people have uh, Connor Cody than have Kieran Tierney. Why would you do that? Well, Tierney is not, he is not at the moment in Arsenal training, so I get that. Okay. More people have um, Connor Cody than have Ryan Eight Nori. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure I understand that, and that's my point. Right. That's a weird one. Point being, Neto keeps scoring. Wolves, people like Wolves opening schedule for at least the first uh, handful of weeks. And Neto's 5 up. And Neto's 5-5. Five, five. Five, five. Martinelli, your guy. I want you to t- I want you to talk people out of putting Gabriel Martinelli into the team when he's got at least a goal, several assists, absolute what he you saw the best of him in the way he looked last season. He has continued and then some into this preseason. What threat is there to him right now in Arsenal Football Club? I feel bad for Emil Smith Rowe. Yeah. Because Martinelli has he's grabbed a hold of the like Arteta's 
Pepish style of like, hey, we're going to load up with young guys and they're going to just slug it out in training. And we're going to have – it's going to build depth to our team. Like that's – like I think Martinelli is the play right now over Smith Rowe. Like Smith Rowe is going to have to find de- find a way into the game. Now Smith Rowe might be the the 60-minute guy. Like he's coming in for someone at 60 minutes. So like Smith Rowe's versatile. He could play for No, Odegaard. for sure. He could play for Odegaard. He could come in for Martinelli. I was going to say. He play, play, come in for Saka. He's a – his at like I'm saying last season I I I find it hard to believe that for the first like ten weeks of the season Emil Smith Rowe is a top ten FPL scorer that to me is it's unthinkable but he was he's uh, the only people that were better than him over the first ten weeks are like all names of people that you're like I was desperate to put them in my team right right for at sure at the beginning of the season he. Absolutely, can fill up a score sheet, and he's going to be a great player for them. It's just Arsenal have a, a good problem at the moment with a, a lot of young good talent. It, the starting position seems to be Martinelli. I think Arteta played his starting eleven for the most part in the first half against in the Chelsea match. We will know more. They play Sevilla this coming weekend on Saturday, and then obviously they play the first Friday night at Crystal Palace. So, whatever starting lineup you see with Arsenal against Sevilla this coming weekend, then that's who, that's that's going to be the starter, the starting lineup against Crystal Palace. And, and th- this is my guess. And again, in case anyone's wondering and or cares, Jesus up top, across the middle, left to right, Martinelli, Odegaard, Saka, Xhaka and Partey in front of the defense in the central defensive midfield positions. And then the back four of left to right, Zinchenko, Gabriel, Saliba, and Ben White. That will be the start. And and that was the exact starting lineup for Chelsea. So I'm not I'm not throwing I mean, I'm telling you that's what it's gonna if, if that's what it is against Sevilla, that's what it's gonna be against Crystal Palace start op, opening day. Here's my problem with I don't have an issue with Martinelli. Martinelli. I don't. I have not considered him much just because <sighs> I don't I'm not sure why. I mean he's six oh. Wow, he's I, so I, he and, and and Odegaard. I think there's going to be. I, I I said this last year. Saka's inflated price at eight zero is probably warranted, based on where he finished the season. And he's looked fantastic too. There's I mean, no he, reason why he right. doesn't. He looks. He does look fantastic in the in the preseason here. There's there's going to be one of those guys. You're going to be like, I got to own that guy. I'm not sure who it is yet. Honestly, it, m- it might be Odegaard. I wanted so much for Martinelli to be more than what he was last season. Six, and, it, six, and it kept almost happening. It's 6 0. And, he's, right. and well, he, he came so close to like kind of turning that, yeah. turning that lead. There were moments where but you're like. I think, I think uh, Gabriel Jesus and them both being. That's why I just wonder if that Brazilian, hasn't if that it, hasn't unlocked something. I think it already. It, new. It, I think it already, it already kind of has. And the reason why I love Martinelli is because he's been he's been so dynamic creatively, and then and then you know what capability he has as a goal scorer. He doesn't seem like he's naturally going to just be trying to score constantly. I, it seems like that if they're going to play to Jesus's strengths, and then. They still have, and Eddie Nketiah has been also really good. Exactly. 
There's nothing. This is and, a part and, and, about. And here's the, the other thing too. Arteta will. It, this is not an Arsenal podcast. <laughs> it seems like it. But right? there is so much. That everything about them. I'm like, what is not to like? Especially when you go. Crystal Palace, Leicester, Bournemouth, Fulham, Villa, Manchester United, Everton, Brentford. That's your first eight weeks. That's Arsenal's first eight weeks is like awesome. Like at Palace, okay, fine. We've already and said it's a Friday, Friday night. night at Palace, not the best way you could start nope, the season. It's not. However, there's not one moment from that week on until game week nine and 10 where they go back to back Tottenham, Liverpool. Those two game weeks where you're like, eh, I don't love that. Right. However, at that point, that's you weather the storm. So what? That's two weeks. They got leads in game week 11. We're not getting rid of people. We're not throwing those guys away. Right. Plus, by then, you'll know so much more about what's going on with the way they're playing and whatever. Be Minimum, you can look at eight weeks and say, if I know they're starting for Arsenal, how are they bad? What what bad choice is there? This is why the Jesus choice. It's so it feels like so painfully obvious. It like I I hate that it's so obvious. I wish there was any strategy to it, and it's like there's not. He looks happy. They're scoring a million goals. They have an amazing opening week to the ski, to the season. What's not to like? I know. I I what's interesting is how many people will sell him after he doesn't score against Palace. Like, I don't know if Arsenal wins that game. I would never say that. Number one, uh, listen to the end of the last season, my take on Arsenal and last season's Friday night, Monday night, or Thursday night matches, and they're all at night. And and they all seem to be away, and of course Arsenal starts this season that. So if they're if they get beat and or it's a draw, like I'm not going to freak out at all because, again, my, my theory of the young lads – uh, playing on a Friday night or and or Monday night, but and and it's Palace. Palace played them really tough last year. Palace smacked them three nothing, yeah, and started a downhill spiral that led Arsenal to not get a top four spot. So, look, Palace is legit. Jesus, I I think is going to be awesome and fine, and I think his ownership it warrants a sixty three percent. Brian, I don't know who to go to in the midfield with Odegaard and Saka. I, and, or, I, that's and I know. Ode, Odegaard, Saka, Martinelli, to me, is... Saka's a safer choice. Yeah. But are you telling... Like, Odegaard is probably going to be captain. He's going to be playing, like, every match. I was going to say, there. it reminds me of the... I don't want to compare him to Ozil, because he's not Ozil. Er, no, early Ozil. No one was Ozil. Right. That guy was... Early Ozil at Arsenal was unbelievable. Was super dynamic. However, he feels like the most ninety-minute. He's not leaving. He does everything, and what he provides for them is so essential. Uh, he's he to me is a, such a bargain for what you get at six five. But the ceiling is low, so. That's the part of him that just if you're gonna go for somebody, that to me is why when I look at six million for Martinelli and I'm like, this guy, the the way he's creating, the way he's capable of scoring points, I think there was some talk. I don't know that he's gonna get penalties or not, but I think there was some talk of that whether or not he may he may be on penalties. However, Interesting. whether he is or isn't, I don't isn't, know. That's a great, great whether question. whether he is or isn't to me it wouldn't matter. He's still the the price. 
I like the idea that he's a dollar more than the hottest commodity in low price FPL midfielders, Leon Bailey. You know what gotcha. I mean? Okay. He's a dollar more than that guy, and everybody's going to flock to him or whatever. It just seems like the kind of thing where you're like, okay, if I go down, if I have to go down to someone to like that, fine. I just feel like you can trust. There's something tr- more trustworthy about this than there is for most of the other places that you're going. Then Bruno G. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'm with you. By the way, we haven't talked enough about any other hot guys, Brian, we need to talk about? Are you rethinking KDB? I'm not kidding. Is there any of you? No. Is there any nope. part of you that's even rethinking nope. this? No. Nope. Scores I'm... a brace against Club America yeah. last Thursday? Yeah. No. Nope. Do I need to remind you that only Kane and Son outscored Kevin DeBrune in the second half of that last season? That stat scares me. I'm going to be honest. That stat scares and me. And in the last eight game weeks of the season last season, only Hyungman Son outscored Kevin DeBrune. That stat scares me. I, but here's the deal. I need to see it more than just at the end of last season. He's DeBrune. I, I know, Brian, but he's never. He's the Kevin DeBrune. He's DeBrune. But, but you know who else is in that midfield and starting is Riyad Mahrez at 8-0. I know. I know. So Mahrez I, is, is going to. It's going to be really hard for me not to get Mahrez. Anyway, so. Jack Grealish, Dave, assisted the Holland goal. Do you know that Bernardo Silva is the second most selected city midfielder? That's surprising because he hasn't necessarily been starting. Bernardo Silva is 8% selected. Yeah. He is owned. It's more if, than Foden, more than Mara. What are you doing? Well, I, it depends. Who's starting? Grealish or Foden? Oh, Grealish is starting. Grealish is starting over Foden? I think Foden? Grealish is going to start. Is Foden, Foden not fit yet? Foden didn't play. This is the most annoying thing about it. This is where, you know, for Manchester City, you're already going to – you're talking yourself into a starting lineup for Manchester City. I feel like, what are you doing? Because you're already dealing with the the pep roulette part of it for sure. So, that I just I, like I've tried. I want. I, there's nothing I want more for Manchester City than Mares. I only want Mares. Okay. To me, that is right. the. To I me, agree. that I'm is the. I, that is the only person I want. I care right. whether or not he's there. I'm. I'm this close to staking my entire like season on it. That he's that he will be the guy, but Grealish is four point three percent selected. That to me seems really the only reason why Madison. That's that's odd. That is an odd percentage. The only reason why Madison is in my lineup over Mares at the moment is because I know there's no way Madison is not for sure. No, for sure. Madison is Madison is essential. Madison getting sold? Who? James Madison. Is he going to Spurs? No. You don't no, think someone's going to no. swoop in and no grab one, him? No, Matt, no one's stealing Madison. Right. Here's the other thing, too. I don't love that City starts the season at West Ham. Okay. West Ham gave them problems last year, and it's a fully fit West Ham. It's opening For day. Sure. Bubbles are in the air. Yeah, at West Ham. And, 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 and West Ham is a is, – wouldn't you like to go? I know wouldn't, sounds, wouldn't you like to watch a game there? I, I would. Like I would. I would, I would go watch a game there for sure. I can't wait to go to London one of these days when I grow up, and I'm going to go to a lot of London games, and yeah. it's going to be unbelievable. All that being said, again, Brian, I want to win Week One. I yeah. want to have the best team I can have for Week One. Week and One I, sucks, man. And I think James Madison. Is involved in that, in my opinion, and I and and I want him playing home to Brentford. So, I want Madison home to Brentford. I want Salah Fulham. I want at the moment I want Rashford and Martial home to Brighton. 
Uh, I want Sun playing Southampton. Jesus yeah. at Crystal Palace. Like, I, I want these guys. This is the, I think this is a tough thing about the selections, just like we said a second ago. This isn't like you have players who are in good preseason form. I do like the argument for Jared Bowen. I've heard this. Somebody was talking about this. It might have been FPL Scout. It was somebody. It was somebody who had just said uh, players who are fighting for a spot on the national team heading into the World Cup. Uh, yeah. Uh, players like on the bubble like, of like, like every Brazilian at this yeah. point, or like Jared Bowen. Yeah. Saying like, "Hey, Jared Bowen had an absolutely like great year last blow year. up year." Last year, is is he being called up to the national team? Right. I mean, that's, that's he's a, he's not. I don't think he's currently on. I know, but he's why wouldn't he be? You just think like th- that guy after the season he had, the way he's playing right now. Would you take him or Mason Mount? Uh, Bowen, one hundred. That's what I'm saying. But I'm not saying those guys are like it's not apples to apples necessarily. Like what they offer is not necessarily the same. Uh, However, but what I'm saying is like, but Madison would be a guy that's not necessarily like Madison's not necessarily nailed there. No, for sure. I agree with that. So that's what I'm saying. Like Mount Mount has been in it a lot. Foden is probably, you assume he probably gets in there or whatever, but I'm just saying like Foden kind of likes to party, Brian. What I'm saying is guys like that. (laughs) Greece love, you know, (laughs) Greece love. All right, Brian, any, any other point being hot, guys, we need to discuss? No, just that for as far as defenders go, like we started, we, we touched on it a little bit. Uh, I backed off Kieran Trippier. That was one of the guys that okay. was like, he was like a, my, when I, I made he, the team initially. He was in one of my teams, and he has been sold. Uh, the reason why I, the, I, I think part of it is they play Nottingham Forest and then Brighton. Uh, That's great. To start to start the season, they get Manchester City in week three, then Wolves and Liverpool. So you get Manchester City and Liverpool in two of your first five. Four, yeah. So I just think like, okay, do you real? I I think the issue would be, do you want to make a trippier transfer in game week three? It's an expensive guy at five. When if you say if I'm gonna have Zinchenko at five, I don't have to substitute. No, that's true. I don't have to sell. That's true. Zinchenko. That's totally true. If If Cucurella gets sold to Manchester City, it's West Ham, Bournemouth, Newcastle, Crystal Palace, Nottingham Forest, Villa in the first six. I don't need to sell Cucurella at 5-0 if he's playing for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with Trippier, it's a little bit different where you're like, you hate to bench an asset that, that that's that yeah. expensive for in sure. two of the first five games. The first two weeks, you just say like, that's good but I, I think that's the issue of like can you, you where you can build around that the Sessegnon call to me is that that to me is the one you have no issue whatsoever benching him in game week two against Chelsea no no He's but full, I, I wouldn't bench him I don't play him against Chelsea I don't know that you yeah, right, play him that's, against a, Chelsea. that's what I'm saying who's gonna score who's gonna score in Spurs Chelsea gonna sp- score in Spurs in week two sure they are We'll see about that. They're going to score six. It's going to be seven to that six. That will not happen. Spurs seven. Spurs seven. Chelsea six. Yeah. Um, no, but I'm saying you don't mind benching four or five Sessignon if you had to. I had to. Because no, you sure. play you play your pricey guys. That's what you have the premiums for in your defense after that. Yeah, for sure. 
I'm saying that, like, you know, we talked about with Spurs, just that they, everyone's on to Perisic. I, and I feel like that's warranted. I, I don't feel like there's any, I don't feel like that's a, I, it, that to me is more about money. I'm sure he'll be fine. I'm sure he'll yeah. do good. I just don't know. Like, I know his ownership is wicked high. If only there was a way I could actually find his ownership. But it just seems, it just seems, I, to me, I want you, like, to me, the, the, the sell here is Zinchenko. At five zero, I that I Paris is thirty two point six percent. I am shocked that, given everything that we know right now, that Zinchenko is fu- functionally a nailed Arsenal starter that may not be, uh, probably will not be a pure defender, and he's five zero with what we just talked about for Arsenal's opening game week schedule, and it's seven point four percent. On Zinchenko, yeah. that is, to me, that seems plain on its face stupid. It 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 probably will be Zin, Zinchenko. Arsenal didn't buy him for thirty whatever. Arteta didn't talk him into coming over to filling the same role of of a half sub of like you you'll play half the minutes this season like he did at City. Okay, that that I can promise right. you the, the conversation that was had. Between them, when they talked, was because I have sources, and it was, I'm going to play you every game, and if it's not in defense, it'll be in midfield. That's what that's what the conversation was. Yeah. Okay, so you're right. Zinchenko at a five zero is so I'm, I'm looking at my other five zero guy is Matty Cash, and I'm like, who 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 do I want to own more? Matty Cash's first three weeks are at Bournemouth, home Everton, at Palace. Lots of people are going with Dean. I get that, and Matty Cash for sure. But I, to me, I, you think Zinchenko is better than Cash? I do. Yeah. I don't like the. I don't like Villa defenders. How did Matty Cash end up with 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 such a a high? It's score? because he's five zero, and it's because <laughs> I know, but, it, but it's he because, was like a top six defender last it's year. It's because he played every single second all season long. And his end of season, it was that one double week where he went completely bananas. bananas. Yeah. Yeah, he scored happen. whatever. He scored like two goals or something like that. Had two clean sheets or something. Like he finished with like thirty points or something like that in the yeah. double. Yeah. That was the only points he scored most of the the end of the season. Yeah, I like. I'm not look. And you guys can do that. I'm not. I'm not poo pooing that. I'm yeah, just saying. Sure. To me, I don't. I think I, just I would made rather the not spend the money on an Aston Villa defender. I would rather put that money on somebody. I would rather find an extra point five for Perisic. I would rather go down point five to Ryan Sessegnon. Ryan Sessegnon is what? Is he even one percent? No, I th- he's point six percent. That's Ryan. that's insane. That's why. That's why I love the move. I love the move on Ryan Sessegnon. That's an insane number of, of that's an insane number. I just I He's don't, a starting wing back for the Spurs. The, the, the other the, the future other, league champion Spurs. The other guy I know you're did you tell Scott that? I can't remember if I said that last week or not. The other hottest, hottest defender is also Manchester United, Diogo Dallo. And that's a guy Really? Uh yeah, because Dallo looks to have cemented his spot in the Manchester United defense. Just because there's no one else around? 
And the Sancho Dallo. He's four or five. The Dan the Sancho Dallo side of Manchester United is is uh, well. They figured out it. They seem to have a the the way it's being reported is they have a good relationship. They have yeah. That they have good good link up on that side. So Dallo and I and I think the other part of it is when do you get a four point five starting Manchester United defender? That's fair. That's fair. How bad was Manchester United defensively last season? I would say very. Uh, is Harry Maguire still there and still a key <laughs> piece of the Manchester United defense? Right. Uh, always a, an adventure. Oh, my gosh. They play Brighton and Brentford in their first two weeks. They, so might, they might lose both. Sure. Uh, to me, that's Only a, if Ronaldo comes back. That's a guy. So Dallow is the guy that's like rocketing up the charts. Okay. Four or five as a starter. You want to go somebody. You want to go with somebody crazy. The other guy that because of his most recent one more guy, Nathan Ake. Nathan Ake. What? I'm not kidding. So we just talked about how unbelievable Manchester City's Manchester City's first ten weeks are. I would say excellent for sure. So ten weeks. You get ten weeks of Manchester City. If you're not going to spend on Holland. You, to, I, I want to put three Manchester City people in my team, for for that exact reason. Ten weeks of Manchester City, where you say, but you don't know who to go to. It's just that Nathan Ake. It's he's one of those guys that his most recent performance for them. For, first of all, he's not getting sold. So Manchester, that was we talked about that. He's not going to Chelsea. He's not. He's not leaving. Manchester City need him, and. His most recent performance was he's one of the man-of-the-match type performances for them. So he's one of those guys that's like, I'm looking at Kyle Walker. When when have you ever seen Kyle Walker at a 5-0? You know what I mean? It seems Nathan Ake is a 5-0. You just, I just see, you, you're, you, are you going to put Cancelo in? So many people have Cancelo. You want the attacking players, like, you're, but but almost nobody's going to put two Manchester City midfielders in. It's going to be Holland and someone in the midfield and probably Kinsella is the way that I would say if there's going to be a template structure sure. to that. Yeah. Is Holland, uh, well, right, Holland now, it's Bar- right now it's Bernardo Silva, which is insane. Holland and Kinsella and someone. Uh, to me, you would get you you w- seem like you would want more of a piece of whatever the Manchester City puzzle is there, and Nathan Ake gives you a five zero way in, in a way that if if you, it's the same thing. Did he play himself into a starting position early on? He may have. Is everyone fit there? It doesn't seem like they are. So that's the I think that's like, to me, that's a position that you could. You can move that around. You don't mind if it doesn't work out. You don't mind selling that. You have a million other yeah, options. I agree. So, but if it does work out, same thing with Cucurella. That's the reason. Like, I, my, the, I have a five-zero player in there right this minute for the purpose of saying, if this works out, you have a five-zero starter on the most offensively prolific team. In the league, and who, yeah. by the way, defensively was f- at their best, was f- was far and away the best defensive team in the Premier League last year. It's fair, Brian. All good points. 
I think we I think we kind of crushed some things out. I know that we. What else do you want to know? I don't know. I mean, look, I know this. We're gonna come back for one more pod before we start the season. The three of us will be together. Scott will be back off of his vacation. Yeah. And we will we will get that to you. We're not we gonna have our it. final lineups for we, that, are we? We will. We will. And that's going to be painful not. for you. I don't care. Look, you, you'll have the the availability and the brevity to to make a move before you know the final the final final you know two o'clock whistle or whatever is going to be here in the Eastern Standard Time Zone in the Eastern United States uh, before that Arsenal Crystal Palace kickoff. But yeah. uh, it'll be fun. Hey, listen. Thanks for listening. One other thing. One more thing. On the because it's because there always is one other thing. This is entirely a, a yeah for sure. This They're, is entirely a proofreading thing. Okay, good, great. Uh, for whatever reason, for the fantasy in the way the fantasy Premier League puts their the way the font is mm. in there the uh, if the C with an accent uh, it's an accent agu so it would be the sharp accent okay uh, going from 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 right right to, to, left, to left okay aiming down right to left. That C can't get bold. So the so Perisic, which ends in is, a C and is accent, not bold. It's accent, just it's just it's, it's just a, regular. It's a, yeah, it's just regular font. Has no bold mm, that, on it. It's a shame. But all of the anyone whose name ends in a C <laughs> is it's like it's just that. it's just like that. What is it's so the, weird? Hey, why, why why can't we make bold that? They got a bold. I'll tell you, they got a bold on Kanate. Oh, the I E bet. with the accent on it is bold. That they Why do. can't they do it on the C? Interesting. Things we'll never know. For the FPL America podcast, this is David Smith. Till next time.